Hi, my name is Connie Jacob, and I am excited you've tuned in to my Brave podcast, where I am all about igniting the brave in you. Not long ago, I decided to stop living small and realize that my story and your story has the power to shift culture. In this podcast, I'm calling out for the wild ones, the rebels who dare rise up to create something different in the world around us. Here, we dream from the dirt and talk real about what it really looks like to rise up to who you are called to be and embrace the influence that you were meant to have. Whether you're on your commute, walking, or sitting cozy with a coffee, buckle up, my friend, because you're about to find your brave. Hey, everyone. I am so happy that you have joined me today because I am going to be talking about something that I love, opposition and how to handle it. Now, you might be asking yourself, what do you mean you like talking about opposition? I love it. Because it is the number one thing that if you want to have influence in your home, in your workplace, or in your world, this is the number one thing you're going to have to learn. And I don't love it, but I don't hate it like I used to. I used to be so surprised when opposition would hit and it would just destroy my heart. But now I realize that influence is always on the other side of opposition. Now, what do I mean by opposition? I, it can mean a lot of different things. It could mean your child yelling at you. If you have a child that's struggling with mental health issues, it could be a spiral downwards of depression. It could be outward influences such as a loss of job, loss of income. It could be your friends turning on you. It could be people betraying you. There's all kinds of opposition and it looks differently for all of us and in different seasons of our lives, it looks different. But I can promise you that your influence is always on the other side of opposition. And opposition invites us to do some really deep work. So are you ready? Are you ready to dive into today? Because we are going there. And this is something that I make sure that I cover in both my Brave Speakers Masterclasses and my Brave Influencers. Because this is key. This is so key. I am coming on my podcast to talk about it because honestly, if, if you can master this, then you can master having influence. One of the mantras that I live my entire life by, and if you ask my boys, they'll roll their eyes when they hear this because they've heard it endlessly. The mantra that I live by is above all else, watch over your heart with all diligence because out of your heart flows life. That is my mantra. And in that, I realize that my heart condition is crucial to my parenting, to how I show up at work, how I influence. Your heart condition determines your influence. And I just want to give you this right off the top. Now, wait till the end, because I'm going to give you a real huge secret at the end. But right off the top, I'm going to let you know, how do you know your heart is in good condition? Because we don't want to be passing on heart wounds. We see this all over our world right now. We see people spreading messages, speaking their truth, which I am all for. But what I'm not for is when we speak our truth at the expense of 
of others. And, and we speak from our heart wounds instead of from actual solutions and depth of character and integrity and capacity. And so opposition will often reveal something in us. One of the things I have, uh, I've read this amazing book by Bill Johnson. I love this book. It's called Significance. And I love what he said. He, he talks about the different types of opposition we may handle in our lives and how we handle that becomes crucial. For example, if I don't know how to handle disappointment, I am not going to be able to handle influence. I remember when my son was struggling with his mental health, I didn't like to be disappointed. I didn't like going through deep discouragement. But I realize now on the other side that that disappointment formed something in me. It formed something in me. And now I'm able to handle um, the, the, the things, the hard knocks that come to me that try to get me down because I've learned how to handle disappointment. And how many of you know that in, a, in this life, if 2020 has taught us anything, we are not immune to disappointment. We're not immune to global pandemics. And I often refer to resilience as a string. You're either holding on by a rope. Those of us, you know, those who have really strong resilience are people who know how to handle disappointment. And you're handling it by holding on to a thick rope. But others who are just thrown off by disappointment, they're hanging on by a, a thread, a thread in your clothing. And all it would take is a little gust of wind to completely tear you down, throw you off course, and disable you from being able to move forward. And so overcoming disappointment is key for knowing how to handle influence. I must be able to be trusted with loss in order to be trusted with life. What does that mean? That means that when I lose things, when I when things in my life have died, such as the time my business just died. I remember I, I owned a, a hip hop dance studio. And one day, it just all came crashing down. It was gone and it devastated me. But what I learned was the death of that business actually created life to something else that was supposed to happen for me. That door closing actually opened up another door. But I have to be willing to embrace loss in order to be able to embrace life, if that makes sense. So oftentimes... We think this is horrible, these awful things are happening to me, everything's shutting down. But again, remember, it's an invitation. That door closing means that another door is opening. And we have to hold certain things in our life with open hands. I had to, I had to hold my business with an open hand. The, the next business I owned, I, had, I came into that with a whole different perspective. The first business I owned, I held on to that with tight, clenched fists. I built it. I struggled. I strove to build that and no one would steal it from me. And when it, when it crumbled, I crumbled. So I took a different approach with my next business and I held it with open hands, realizing that life has its way of showing me that I'm not always in charge and I'm not always in control. And holding things with an open hand is not surrender. It's being able to be trusted and to be adaptable in order to be 
you could throw whatever curveball you want at me and I'll be able to take it. That is what I mean by being trusted with loss so that you can be trusted with what comes to you next. Plant your loss and your dream. Plant them in the ground and dream from the dirt again. That's what we talk about here on the podcast. Being brave is all about dreaming from the dirt. What is rising from the ashes in you? Plant that loss and let yourself dream from the dirt again. The next opposition that we have to overcome is this idea that we don't belong. The only way to your influence is knowing you belong. That is, the, that is crucial to you being able to go forward. And the only way to belonging is for you to be able to know how to handle rejection with grace. Now, this one is huge. I can't tell you the betrayals <laughs> that have come to my life, the, the loss of friendships, the, the feeling of being on the outside. I mean, all of us have experienced those. To be human is to experience the great disarray of human relationships. And being able to handle rejection with grace is crucial. I had a friend call me up, beautiful friend. She's starting to enter into her influence and someone had sent her just a horrible email ripping her to shreds. And she said to me, I guess I just need to get some tough skin. If, if I want to have influence, if I want to get out there and speak my message, then I'm going to have to get some tough skin. And I said to her, No, I don't think tough skin is the answer. I love what Brene Brown says, a soft heart and a strong back. Oftentimes, tough skin, I mean, this is what we're taught. We're taught to have tough skin, aren't we? You know, just get a little tougher, let it roll off your back. But we don't realize that when we do that, we build walls around our heart. We we create disconnection instead of connection and those heart wounds start to form. We say, this doesn't affect me, my haters don't affect me and yet on the inside, rejection shows us. When rejection shows its ugly head, it shows us how much we actually really do value the approval of others. And so it becomes an invitation to look at that, not to judge it, because we all feel this. You are not excluded. I have felt this many, many times. I have been face to face with my rejection and the revealing of my heart. And so you're not alone. And we don't talk about these things openly and honestly. We post beautiful sayings on Instagram that everyone will like, but the nitty gritty is that every single person deals with this. And I would love to challenge you, my listeners, my friends, that tough skin, don't let that be your answer. Because you are going to get nasty emails. You're going to get messages of people not appreciating your message when you step out. You're going to have your children not like you when you set out to make their life better. You're, you may have problems with your workplace, with other employees. When you step out to be brave, no one is there standing on the sidelines, usually cheering you on. It really is a wilderness experience. And so soft heart, allowing yourself to tend to the garden of your heart, looking at the rejection, allowing yourself to feel angry, frustrated, allowing that to turn 
to sadness and remorse and loss over friends who maybe have deserted you or misunderstood your intentions. Allowing yourself to feel uh, really does bring you to the place where you can have a soft heart. Strong back? Well, it means that you're not just going to be letting everybody walk all over you and reject you. You you have self-worth. You have value. And boundaries are crucial. And I will probably talk about boundaries in another podcast in the future. Measures of your influence are determined by what it takes for you to be offended. I'm going to read that again. This is a quote. I love this quote. Measures of your influence is determined by what it takes for you to be offended. If you are the type of person that just gets offended by everything everybody says, oh, I didn't like what she said. How dare you speak to me that way? Or I can't believe someone sent me that email ripping me to shreds. Being offended creates those heart wounds that that completely, they destroy our heart. And again, what comes out of our heart comes through our mouth and becomes the message out there to the world. And now as you scroll through social media, you can see, you can see heart wounds everywhere. People responding out of hate, people responding out of fear, people responding out of misunderstanding. And we need to lay this down. Influence, we have to understand every time I post something on social media, I am influencing. Every time you post something on social media, you are influencing. You might think to yourself, well, I don't have a huge following. You are influencing those who read it, whether you have two followers or 10,000. We are influencers. Friends, you are an influencer, whether you signed up for it or not. And it's so crucial that we become people who know how to tend to the garden of our heart and weed out offense. Being offended, it does, it's like poison. It's, it's poisoning us. The other person, they have no clue, but it's like this venom that goes through our body and our veins, and it affects us in ways that we don't even know. And so again, watch over your heart with all diligence, because out of that flows life. Out of you can, can flow life that can breathe life into others or destruction, Literally, the tongue, the power of the tongue has that much authority. It can create, it can destroy, it can bring life, it can bring death. And we, one of the things we don't talk about in our society is being held accountable for the things we say. We're so fixated on our rights to speak what we want. We forget that what we say and do has a ripple effect. And what kind of ripple do you want to create? What kind of influence do you want to have? I don't know one person that wakes up and says, boy, I just want to spread hate today. Oh, I just can't wait to spread fear. Oh, I can't wait to make other people angry at that certain people group today. No, nobody does. Nobody wakes up that way. But these things happen when we don't tend to the garden of our heart. And so friends, in this podcast, I want to encourage you whether you feel you have great influence with many people or you're just a parent, and I would never say just a parent, 
You're somebody who has influence over the children in your home or you're an employee or a boss in a workplace. I want to remind you that the condition of your heart will always show whether you're attuned to it or not. Let's be people. Let's be rebels. Let's be people that are counterculture, who create a good inner world so that what we produce on the outside, our outer world becomes a great place where people come alive around us. Solutions for the world's problems flow out of a healthy inner world that will only go on to affect generation after generation and we create a world that our kids are proud of. Who's with me? Are you with me? Well, I would love to journey further with you in this. One of the things that I do is I do this in my Brave Speakers, Brave Influencers program. If you're somebody who has a message, if you're someone who knows you are meant for influence, I have an eight-week masterclass. In this masterclass, this is one aspect of what I do, but I also go through the many hows and whats of having influence and speaking your message to shift culture. If you feel that in your heart, your message can do a world of good, then this may be something for you to think about because in our course, we really talk about these deeper things and we talk about how can you shift the world around you. Your story does shift culture. I believe that with all my heart. Don't give up. Keep being brave. Keep being brave to face yourself before you face the world. And I promise you, your influence will go further than you know. Keep going, friends. All the rebels in the world stand up. You're a rebel on the blind, you don't care with their mind, hands up. They can't stop us or hold us back. We that new revolution, I told them that. If you win it, we ignite the pack. All the rebels in the world stand up.